Well, good afternoon, good evening, good night, wherever you are and wherever you're listening. Thank you so much for tuning in to Thomas Manning's Movie Reviews. I've got to come up with a more creative name for this show, uh, Thomas Manning's Movie Reviews. A little bit bland, so I'll work on that in the coming weeks. Anyway, let's get right into it. We're going to be looking at three movies today. The Netflix original, Always Be My Maybe. We're also going to look at Men in Black International, as well as Toy Story 4, the brand new animated film from Pixar, which is the fourth in the franchise. The third one seemed to be a perfect finale, but Pixar decided to add another one on there, and we'll see if it was worth it or not. Starting things out with Always Be My Maybe. This is from director Nanachka Khan, and this was her feature-length directorial debut, and I thought this was a very enjoyable and charming rom-com. I'm usually not a huge rom-com kind of guy myself, but this one kind of added something else to the genre that you don't usually see. It added more heart and depth to the characters. You had Ali Wong and Randall Park were excellent in the lead acting roles. You had Keanu Reeves with a bit of a supporting cameo role, and he was perfect. He added his unmistakable charisma and charm as well. There was a lot of great humor in this, excellently written and uh, directed, and just very clear and focused story great music and a soundtrack that really further served to kind of complement the tone and the themes of the story and overall just a really enjoyable film it's good for a pretty quick watch it's an hour and 40 minutes so quick watch before bed or in a lazy afternoon and you can still have a really fun time with it and still learn something as well there's some really solid themes in there themes you know relating to love and compassion and relationships and i think Everybody can find something to enjoy about this. Moving on to Men in Black International. This is the fourth in the franchise. It's kind of a soft reboot. It basically takes place in the same continuity as the original three with uh, Will Smith and Tommy Lee Jones. But there's new characters and new actors. This stars Chris Hemsworth and Tessa Thompson. They've worked together on previous projects, uh, including in... Thor Ragnarok and Avengers Endgame in the Marvel Cinematic Universe of Films. And overall, this is kind of a good example of a B-movie that produced a C outcome. If you check your expectations and know what you're getting into, you might have a pretty fun time with it. Uh, The writing and direction, they're a bit all over the place. There are some silly plot points and a lot of the dramatic beats don't hit, really. Uh, Just some jokes that fall flat. But the chemistry between Hemsworth and Thompson, it's still there. Like I said, they've worked together before, and they're able to translate that across franchises. They're not exactly given the greatest material to work with, but they do the best with what they're given. They also have Kamal Nanjiani, who is a voice actor in this. He plays a little alien uh, called Pawnee, and he's a lot of fun. He adds probably some of the greatest humor to this, uh, just as much as Thompson and Hemsworth. You've got Emma Thompson and Liam Neeson in supporting roles, as well as Rebecca Ferguson. They don't add a whole lot to it. Honestly, any actors or actresses could have played the roles that they were given, and it wouldn't have had a huge impact on the film as a whole. But uh, they didn't necessarily subtract from it. They just didn't add anything special to it. So overall, while this one is nothing spectacular, it's not top-tier entertainment in any way, shape, or form, it's still a pretty enjoyable ride. Uh, You can just tune in late night if you just want something fun and light to watch. You can kind of zone out during some of the scenes and still just tune back in for some of the fun alien action and the comedic quips and have a have a pretty good time with it. 
If you're looking for grade A cinema, then you can skip this one. And now moving on to our final entry, Toy Story 4, which is by far the greatest film from this list. Uh, I think a lot of people came into this with a bit of skepticism because the third chapter in the franchise seemed to be an absolute perfect ending, giving all these characters completion to their arcs, all these characters we have come to know and love, like, of course, Woody, who's voiced by Tom Hanks, and Buzz Lightyear, Tim Allen. You've also got Jesse, who's voiced by Joan Cusack, just to name a few. This movie, a lot of people were wondering, how well, is this just a cash grab, just something that they're not going to put their full effort into. They just want to make some more money. And, well, can you really blame Pixar for that? Because their films never fail to make money. But still, make no mistake, this film is much more than just a cash grab. There is so much heart and depth into this story. Basically, you're able to explore the themes of existentialism, self-worth, personal purpose, aging and maturation, parenthood, and even social stereotypes and basically racism, racial profiling. They explore all this through the eyes of a stuffed cowboy, a plastic spaceman, and then there's a waddling spork. The spork is the centerpiece of this narrative. He is voiced by Tony Hale and... Basically, he's this spork that is just made out of pieces from the trash. He's got little eyes, plastic eyes glued on to his face. And he's given pipe cleaners for arms and popsicle sticks for legs. And then he begins to question, why am I here? What is my purpose? Uh, because he was basically made out of trash. And that just really sets things up to explore some really rich and profound themes that you wouldn't expect in a G-rated animated movie, but somehow Pixar does it. And through this, we get to learn a lot more about Woody's character, even more than we've learned in the previous three films. And they really just dive headfirst into studying and analyzing his personality and his perspectives. And it's just a beautiful way that we are able to come to love Woody even more than we have in the past. And then even we have to give some love to the art department. The animation in here is absolutely top notch. Some points in it you're wondering how does how does art like this exist? You got to give love to the art directors, the production designers, the cinematographers, the lighting experts, even the makeup department. Everybody that contributed something to this and it was absolutely gorgeous to watch. And, of course, Randy Newman's score, he's returning for the fourth film. He's done all three previous films. His score is everything that you would imagine. It is magnificent, spectacular, and it perfectly supplements everything that we see on screen. So this is a solid A+, even if you're a bit skeptical like I was going into it. it we didn't think it would be necessarily be a bad film, but what are they going to do? How are they going to add more to the storyline? And this justified the fact that there still is a fourth chapter and it definitely makes sense within the context of the narrative. And uh, I applaud Pixar and Disney and everybody that came together to make this film and, and has made the Toy Story franchise such a beloved franchise of films. Uh, even 24 years after the 1995 original was not only kicked off the Toy Story movies but also the whole Pixar empire. They are still continuing to crank out absolutely astounding content. And uh, kudos to everybody there at Pixar. And I was really thankful to be able to experience this 
once again with all these characters. Well, thank you once again to everybody who has tuned in to Thomas Manning's movie reviews from WGWG.org. Hope everybody has enjoyed this and stick around. I'll be back in a couple weeks with another podcast. Once again, thank you guys and I'll see you guys later.